Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Scott. And I'm Brian. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. This episode is brought to you by Westminster Effects, right? Did you change it? Yes. The sponsor is okay. always correct. I, well, some, you sometime. never trust me to have the sponsor right, not realizing that all I do is copy the one from two weeks ago and just leave all the text. Oh, in. you do the one from two weeks ago. See, I always just copied the one from the week before and changed the sponsor. Yeah. I'm have you stupid. ever have you ever noticed that the outro is different every other week? <laughs> No, I, I don't even read it anymore because it messes me up. I finally fixed it. No, no, it, it's like back to normal again. It, it finally uh, works. Okay. All right. So let's talk about Westminster Effects. WestminsterEffects.com. Yeah, Go check them out. Um, yeah, like buy their stuff. It's really cool. They actually have a special going on right now since everyone's stuck at home. You can get 15% off. I think that ended like three uh, weeks ago. No, it didn't. Hold on, I'm sorry. I had to put. Well, some I mean, they, they do that uh, chick delay pedal. That the thing oh, yeah. really, really sick. Yeah, chick delay or whatever it's called. And then the, they have that amp sim pedal, which is really cool. I was playing playing that at Nam. Like, wow, this sounds great. The like, Geneva. It's like a, yeah, it's a super simple setup. So it's like there's always the like you can get a Helix or HX Stomp or Fractal. I'm like, well, that sounds pretty good, <laughs> you know. I uh yeah. I will continue to plug the Exegete because that's a circuit that's not celebrated enough except for in one instance. So that's Which one's it, that? that's his Biexotic X Pandora take take on that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I mean everyone rants and raves about how great the GHS kilt is and this thing's a gold mine, more affordable. Why why are you not looking at that? So Exegete is my favorite from his line right now. Very nice. I still want to mess with their uh, the reverb. Oh, I can't the shoot! Why am I blanking? Dang, Dang it, Bobber! Because he has a dual one. Yeah, it's the same one. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, hold on, I'm trying to look it up. <laughs> no, he has one of those sites where the window, if you don't hold your mouse, oh just no, he perfect. does have two. He has the Spurgeon. That's the Hall reverb. No, it's the dual one. It's the, I can't even pronounce this one, Chalcedonian? Chalcedonian. Chalcedonian? Uh, yeah, another one of those words where you get really mad at me about how it's spelled and what it actually sounds like. Well, he has no, three. He has, he has the Nicene and the Spurgeon, and isn't the Chalcedonian uh, both of them together? Chalcedonian, yeah, sure. The Chalcedonian? But either way, it's great, and it's by Westminster Effects. Check them out. Chalcedonian. All right, so um, uh, we've got... Brian on here. Yeah, uh, Brian Gower uh, from the Tone Jerks podcast. I'm uh, bugging you guys again. <laughs> well, no, it was nice because I actually remembered to like tell people where <laughs> like before the end of the episode. Where I'm like, oh yeah, by the way, those voices that have been talking this whole time. Yeah, yeah. I, I like. I guess I want to apologize. Last episode I was on, I was just like, bah, 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 bah. I like took over. Don't apologize. Whole, <laughs> took over the whole fucking thing. But dear yeah. Michael Newman, uh, yeah. Clifton decided not to talk that much. It's yeah. not Brian's fault. 
But no, it's uh, it, yeah, it's, it's fun. I dig what you guys do. You you bring a spin to the news of the of the guitar world, and uh, you know. We need to get like the breaking news thing. Let's start saying. We have Coming to do like the, over the wire. We man, have, uh... you're, you're now making me edit two things into this podcast. It's hard. In... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what What is that accent called? Is it transatlantic? Is that the name of the accent? <laughs> yeah, I oh, the old like, 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 old-timey like, newscaster? Like the old-timey, old yeah. Yeah, 19, you see? 19, that's... 1930s. <laughs> yeah, I think it's called a transatlantic. Uh, you know what? If, I, if that's actually right... I'm gonna be very impressed with my chalk it up trans- on the W side, man. <laughs> yeah, the oh mid-Atlantic accent or transatlantic accent is a cultivated accent of English blending together prestigious American and British English ways of speaking, adopted in the early 20th century mostly by American aristocrats and actors. It is not a native vernacular or regional American accent. <laughs> it's just the huh? more you know. <laughs> just in case you didn't actually, I think I, I, I hate to say that- it, aristocrat is a word that is ruined for me forever so oh from the yeah. joke yep yeah yeah okay. the cats you know <laughs> right, that like, was actually not a horrible everybody wants to be a cat that had a pretty cool little uh like swing song in there mm-hmm. did any of you guys see um, the new cats uh no but i did see the one where they put the buttholes back on <laughs> <laughs> because apparently <laughs> apparently all the yeah apparently all the buttholes on the cat costumes got cgi'd out because people were like that's crazy and it seems they released one without it cgi'd they're like i get it but like okay you guys don't have to go that far into the oh, bit i just would have been really mad i would have put out but like quit asking for buttholes <laughs> and like that would be like my own statement so people would be like "Ooh, maybe we cross the line i'm still gonna watch it but let me think about it make sure i didn't cross a line yeah <laughs> i never saw it but i'm like oh okay i saw yeah i get it yeah i don't Oz right. trailers did one for today i just watched it like an hour and a half ago and i'm i'm pretty sure i'm not going to see that movie I think honest I trailer it. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah oh my gosh that i would wait number one never have i actually seen i remember when the original cats movie came out and like i had a friend he's actually a. He went and did theater and all that and so i mean it makes sense but like he like wanted me to watch it all the time i was just like dude no and i still to this day i'm like dude no i'll never watch cats what does he like still show up to your house with the vhs being like we have to watch this yeah vhs like okay now bro i don't even have the ability to play that <laughs> i'm not even mad because he got me into golden girls so like <laughs> you're that's cool yeah you're like i'm I'm down with the, like, the Golden Girls. You're like green eggs and ham. No, I don't want it on a raft. I don't want it in a draft. You know? No. Do you just try to Orange ride raft girl. with giraffe? I said draft. He, but okay. Yeah, draft works on, better. I don't want it on draft. I don't want it in a raft. How about that? Uh, I'll allow it. But I will drink it with a giraffe. There you go. Jeffrey, giraffe. Come on. We're we're, we're drinking it, baby. Rest we're in happy. peace. And... R.I.P. in peace. Deuces. R.I.P. in peace. Yeah. For all my homies who couldn't make it. Okay, anyone got... All right, so let's do what's new. I know Scott's got something new this week. I do. I do. It just came in uh, Monday. Uh, I just got the Squatch edition of the Pelican Noise Works Half Horse. Very cool. Um, I'm mad that I've waited this long to get a half horse because I just recently started liking fuzzes. You're... I mean, you were cut from the same cloth, but... 
Well, you it, are late to the party. <laughs> I, I'm super late to the party. Uh, See, the problem, here's the thing about fuzzes, though. Um, you've got to find your fuzz that you like, like that your style, because a lot of people like Big Muff, and I just found out recently I, I like Fuzz Face. Yeah, me too. Um, so like, I'm I have a Fuzz Face on my board now. Uh, the half horse when it's like at like half gain kind of gets into that territory if you play with the bias knob right. Mm -hmm. but, yeah. Uh, full bore, it's a lot of fun. It's got a nice EQ on it for a fuzz that doesn't annoy you. Uh, yeah, I, I have... still I still love the fact that it gets that nice like Velcro rippy glitchy sound if you exactly. max, if you max the knobs. That's the that's the move, people. Yeah. Like when it gets like that sputtery kind of deal, I'm like, dude, that is so cool. That's an effect to me more than like, oh yeah, like a tone. Like a, it's like not a tone vibe. shaper. It's an actual. It's kind of like uh, whenever you, if it's like be like if you had like a distortion pedal, but you had the tr like, it was nothing but treble just to get that real thin sound like you yeah. hear on a recording. So I mean, totally. yeah, I agree. That's it's a cool fun effect. I love it. That's why that's why I love my uh, uh, Tysco fuzz mm -hmm. oh i forgot you bought it, one of those dude it's still it's not on my board but if it's if i want to like just pull a fuzz just to make some noise with that's absolutely probably my first one to pick um i do like my love pedal mark three i think yep. it's mark three the tone better and yeah that's a really great fuzz the one that i got rid of that i regret i, I regret because I love the sound. I wish it was like a single pedal enclosure. Is my Eric Johnson fuzz face? That was a fantastic pedal. Oh, are they just like really? It's the big fuzz face, right? It's like, the big one with the playing. jacks are backwards. It has yeah. no power supply. You have to use a nine volt or like a connector clip, and you they're a pain in the butt to like sneak a clip like the wire clip through. It's just yeah, and it's entirely empty space, and so it's all pointless. It's other impractical. than nostalgia. It just, it's yeah. just like it's vibe, baby. <laughs> it had such an amazing sound to it. That's like whenever you listen to Eric Johnson and you're like, you're like, it just sounds like a overdrive. But like most of the time, it's a, it's it's a fuzz face with the um, volume rolled back. So yeah, that I, was I think that, that was the real trick I missed because I was always running like big muffs and like yeah. running guitar full. And now I'm like getting the itch to get a big muff again, because I'm like, oh, what if I've been wrong this whole time? But so yeah. what side isn't the half horse? The, so the half horse, I thought it was kind of a big muff style. No, that's the it, other the, side of the the Peldar. Yeah. The, okay, so, the, the half horse is the JFET side. Oh yeah. The, uh, so what ball. what type of like if it's JFET, like what what's the common pedal I could compare it to? Good like, question. Most, like Fuzz faces like, are JFETs. Huh. I believe fuzz faces are JFETs. Oh, well, that's why my half horse lasted as long as it did on my board, too. But yeah, hmm. I mean, I, I, I really dig that one. That one's really cool. Even the Pelotar. I mean, I think uh, I, for me, uh, as I was saying, uh, Scott, I'm kind of the same way as you. Like, I don't really like fuzz pedals. I'm, I'm not the biggest one, biggest fan of them, but I dig what Leon's doing. I can't tell if it's just because I'm like, I like him so much. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a lot of it. Like honestly, like, he's that, that stands for a lot. I'm like, bro. I'm like, yeah. I'm putting out fuzz pedals. Ah, man, cool. I'm gonna buy one. So I have both the Pelotar and uh, the Half Horse. And I'm like, dude, I like them both. Same. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like. I think the Pelotar is more of a one trick pony in the sense of like when you set it, 
you're you're kind of just getting that that sound for that setting for maybe like one part of a song i feel like the half horse is more uh all around usable yeah I think not saying the pelotar is not saying the pelotar is not usable because i i think like it's just not practical on a board that's being used for multiple events you know what i mean mm -hmm. i've heard people say that it's more of like it can get some of the overdrive characteristics you know I say the half horse gets you yeah, kind of. I mean, if you turn on the grain knob, that's, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the big things because I bought my half horse pretty early on, and uh, that was one of the things definitely. Whenever I was playing it, was if you what responds well to rolling back your volume knob, and even on like the if you get the gain at like one third of the way, mm -hmm. it's pretty cool, and it's one you can change to the gain really easily. It's got that huge knob. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's very yeah. footable. It's footable. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that's how we're gonna rate. Uh, so you think that the pedal's footable? No, not footable. <laughs> footable or not footable? That that ranks high in the footable scale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like a, that's like a seven on the footable scale. Anyway, but no, that, that's, that's cool. it. Looks that's with them with that topper too. Oh yeah, and now I, I I paid extra to get that wooden box that's gonna sit on a shelf for the remainder of its life. Yeah, I've got my wooden boxes. Uh, well, I didn't get a wooden box with my furry burrito. They didn't do a wooden box, but I did get a wooden box with my uh, my wood cutter, my squash wood cutter number one. Nice, <laughs> number I've, one. I've got one, one for all my Chase Bliss pedals, and I think my Pelotar came in a wooden box as well. Mine oh, did, yeah. but my kids broke it, <laughs> and now they're, they're all in a big cardboard box. box. Wait, what? Were they using it for building blocks or what? No, they're just being jackasses. <laughs> like, hey, uh, <laughs> they just hate me. Wait, can you put on this? I don't know. Let's all step on it. <laughs> yeah, pretty, I think that's what happened. You know, I what? came home and no one did it. As a kid, breaking shit is dope. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta in the, like in the mindset that you are now. You're like, I'm so fucking pissed. Come on. And then when you're a kid, you're like, this is gonna be sick. <laughs> totally. And they're like, I don't know, it's a ghost. And you're like, ah, I bet you're Casper, right. Casper, <laughs> you little turd. It's the same one. ghost as around when I was a kid. Yeah, <laughs> I got one for you. One what? You know, uh, clock them, you know? Oh, yeah. oh, I thought you were, I thought you were like, to say, like, I've got a story for you. Like, I got one for you. And I was no, like, no, I meant like, you know, you, 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 you <laughs> give, give Casper all. Okay. Okay. But I'm like, that wouldn't work because he's a ghost. So I was about to say, do we need to go over uh, the physics of that? Well, you know, <laughs> Brian, let me tell you. Have you ever seen Ghostbusters? Listen, I don't know if you understand. I've seen the movie Casper quite a bit. It's got Bill Pulp. Like, how can you pass that up? <laughs> you watch it a bunch of times and just like there. Just like, oh, shoot. I need hmm. to just. It's I... crazy to think how many stars were in that movie. You had Eric Idle. Yeah. Uh, you had Bill Pullman. You, uh, what's her name? Who the girl who played cat? Oh, 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 um, she was in Monster. We see uh, oh, what's what? her name? What's her name? <laughs> Google it. <laughs> oh, I mean, she's done tons of stuff after, too. Yeah, uh, she was. This turned Christina into Ricci. another one where we just IMDB something and read it for 20 minutes, isn't this? Christina, that's just... Christina Ricci. Did I not oh, say Ricci? Yeah. yeah, that's who it was. I didn't even look it up, by the way. 
Hmm. Um, we're not on Zoom, so you couldn't see me not look it up, but tr- just trust me. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Brian, have you gotten anything new lately? Uh, recently, I'm you know still on the uh, the quarantine ah. lockdown here in San Diego, but I've uh, just been recording new songs and ideas and just trying to track some demos. I uh, do have a band, so I'm trying to... I don't know, utilize the uh, technology that we have here in 2020 uh, to, I don't know, get more music done, which I'm like, oh, it was, it, it's something that I'm like, how did we not ever think about this before? So it's sometimes maybe it's like, oh, during, you know, this, like we're stuck at home, uh, utilizing, sending, you know, sessions back and forth, sending, you know, uh, data, sending, you know, whatever we're, we're doing. Uh, my drummer and I, we both ha- um, record on Pro Tools. And we have an EP that we recorded maybe a year and a half, maybe two years ago, <laughs> that um, we haven't finished yet. We haven't released for my band. And he is unhappy with uh, the drum tracks, which he's like, ah, it was kind of a new song when we recorded it, and I've gotten better and more confident playing it, and I found better parts. Um, I want to re-record it. And he's like, well, hey, Brian, can let, let's, let's re-record that one song. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I'm like, do you want to get together to record he's like no just send the whole session i'm like oh fuck that's super easy just drop box it to him so he he can re-record it himself get all the tracks done and then i'm like okay well we have a bunch of other song ideas to do so i'm in the midst of like you know kind of scratch tracking a whole new you know maybe like three songs or whatever for the band and then sending it to our drummer to actually record live drums because he has his drums totally set up in his garage because that's where he practices and he's a you know he does you know the home recording engineer kind of thing so if you would say like i have a studio nah, i have a bedroom studio i have a bedroom studio <laughs> but i like the results i get out of it and he has the same kind of deal he has a bedroom studio but he's is kind of expanded over to with a like a channel snake into his garage so he has his drum set up in the garage he's kind of has uh you know it soundproofed enough for to not bother his neighbors and then he's he's like oh yeah i'll just record everything i'm like let me record all the drum tracks and um so i'm in the midst of like kind of trying to hurry i'm like let me just get a bunch of new song ideas to him to track everything to and obviously we're doing everything to a click but um it'll be easier for him to get all the like guitar stuff done if it's like oh i'm playing to something instead of just like you know (laughs) so i'm kind of in the midst of doing that and and to me i'm like you know going back and rethinking i'm like i re i recorded like uh you know an ep's worth of like guitar tracks like maybe about i would say maybe six months ago maybe a year ago something like that i don't know between then and i'm like thinking i'm like should I re-record all those? Because maybe I'm like, am I a better guitar player now? And I have like a little bit better equipment now. I'm like, I have better pickups. I don't know if that's like, uh, for for me, I'm like thinking, I'm like, is that just like extending out how much longer this, <laughs> these like four or five songs are going to be released? I'm like, should I be like, oh, I already recorded everything, got the DI tracks for it. I'm like, should I just re-record it again? So I'm kind of dealing with that whole like, um, I guess the biggest thing for, you know, artists putting out music is just like it's never done. Constantly like thinking rethinking things. Yeah. I'm like I have that regret. And we we're at that point where I'm like, "Oh yeah. You know, as like recording stuff at home, 
I could just redo it. <laughs> but it's like, when do you let go, you know? Yeah. Yeah, deadlines help a lot. And we have no deadlines. <laughs> do you guys ever have that? I'm like, I know you guys uh, know Scott, is, you know, especially you do a lot of recording at home. Do you ever just like, when do you say like, it's done <laughs> and walk away? So I think at some point you have to like, just give up and <laughs> like, no, I think I really think like, that's the thing. Cause like a lot of people are um, just very, uh, Perf- they're perfectionists i mean a lot of musicians are and yeah. it's 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 kind of one of those things where i think at some point i think that's why like people who do an album on their own if you have outside influence it's great because you can have people telling you to stop fucking touching it yeah like just <laughs> just stop you've you've got it just leave it alone i i've yeah, had I that with our most the most recent thing i worked on where it just was like uh dude you're done just just release it and then it was like every other day i'm like have you released a song yet have you released a song yet and he's like you'd always be making excuses i'm like dude it's done it it's great let it yeah, let it yeah. Go. <laughs> at that well, point you're like if it's out of your hands then it'll be good but i'm like maybe that should be something that i listen to how many songs have been hits that are like in a mastering sense crappy Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I th- yeah, there's there's that point where, like, you want it to sound great because you, especially if you have musician friends who are going to listen to it, you want to be able to, like, you don't, you don't, you've got the thing where you're like, oh, I don't want them to be able to say anything about it. But at some point, you've just got to, like, accept the fact that, I mean, look at the, one of the greatest bands of all times, the Beatles, how many of their songs in a mastering sense didn't sound, like, great. Oh, there's even bad takes on Beatles songs. Like Day Tripper yeah. has mm-hmm. a mistake in it. Right. You can hear them like flub one of the lyrics because they weren't supposed to say yeah or whatever at one point, And one of them did, but the other two didn't, you know? So I mean, yeah. look at look at the beginning of Good Riddance. It literally has him like messing up and saying, fuck. Like, I mean, yeah. Or shit, whatever he says. Yeah. Um, I, I guess I think of just like, you know, uh, this is like how it's it's cool and it's like fun to do this but it's also like kind of brings it scales it back of like Mm -hmm. gear is prohibitive maybe sometimes for creation i'm thinking of like Mm -hmm. well i have new pickups in my guitars than when i recorded those before so would that sound better if i did this then and i'm like thinking i'm like oh i should redo those (laughs) oh no i'm not that crazy about it like oh i mean i'm not either But yeah, I it, I mean those are really great. I'm like I'm like I'm at that point where I'm battling myself. Okay, we, really you know, quick, I just want to point out, Scott, we don't need another 20 minute talk on reamping. That's all I'm saying because I know what that's where this could go. <laughs> well, and the thing is, I've already di'd my stuff, so I'm like I've I've already so got you it. can. I can't. Oh my gosh, dang it! Let me talk to you about reamping. It's gonna be great. Reamping better pickups, right? And oh yeah, you can't do that. No, you, you got to re-record a new new take. Yeah, oh, no. that's what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna re-record new takes. I don't think so. I think I'm just gonna let this, like that sleeping dog, just lie. And just then I'm gonna it give go. it to my drummer, and he has the point where he's like, I want to. I don't feel comfortable releasing what we've already recorded. So I'm like, okay, cool. Whereas I do, but I'm like, I could probably do better. <laughs> Yours at that point, especially now a days nowadays, uh, when you're home you know recording and stuff like that i can get a better take do better take that's better 
oh, that one sucked. Do better. Do better. You know, and it's like, I don't know. I'm battling that with myself, which is fun to, you know, fun distraction in this uh, time and the climate that we're in. So that's what I'm doing and involving myself in. <laughs> I, I've all my recording projects I've done of, as of late were like I was brute forcing something and I finally learned how to like either automate side of it or something like that. And I'm like, why have I wasted so much time? Yeah. I mean, I, I've been mean, dealing with a lot of those things. As a guitar player and like, you know, we were somewhat proud of what we do. It's like you like the punch in is you're like, ah. mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, really? Ah. And then like I did that this time. I'm like, oh, wait, no, that, that sounds fine. Nobody <laughs> can tell. I can't even tell. <laughs> but uh, Diaz, you know, yes. well, I, I'm, a, I'm done talking. What's new with you? What's shaking? What's grooving? Well, what is good? Come on, give I it gotta, to me, baby. I got a, a riding lawnmower today. That is Hells sick. yes. <laughs> I mean, so I've been I've been living that push life, and uh, it just it wasn't cutting it anymore. Our lawnmower died last year. It literally um, wasn't cutting it. It literally oh. was not cutting cutting it at all. Oh, that, dude, that was like, dang. Well, let's just end the episode right there. That was a gold <laughs> nugget right there. Dude, if okay, the one I've been sitting on is. Episode, don't you okay. have a teenager? Why are you mowing the lawn? Okay, I I wasn't mowing the lawn whenever we had a push mower. Now that we've got a riding lawnmower, daddy's mowing the lawn. Daddy's getting him a natty light. Oh, dude, that's it. Get a natty daddy. That's what you need. That's, oh, dude, yes. We sell this at my work. I'm going to pick me up tomorrow after I get off work. I'm going to get me some, get some beer on Thursday. I've got to, I've got to clean <laughs> out the carburetor. On the... And mow the lawn. That's what yeah. you're yeah. looking forward to doing. I'm going to, I'm going to George Jones this shit. Like, I'm ready, dude. Like natty daddy or get a hurricane and you're good to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm really thinking about, I've, I've actually enjoyed the Mike's harder lemonade. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. And they've got a strawberry lemonade one and that's killer as well. Oh, dude, you're fancy. Put a wicker hat on when you're doing that. <laughs> oh, no. I've got, listen, I've got, I'm thinking about it, about getting some, uh, I don't know if I need jorts or if I need like the khaki shorts. I've got a, I've actually got a NASCAR polo and I've got a NASCAR <laughs> hat and I'm, I'm thinking about going full country. There you go. Like, I'm playing some, I'm playing some Garth Brooks. You know, listen, you're going to hear thunder rolls on this son of gun. I'm excited. Your, your kids and wife are like, what the hell is going on with him? What is, no, it's actually really funny because my wife makes fun of me because no one in my family likes country music besides me, mm-hmm. but I don't like country. I don't like country Western music, but I do like, I mean like Garth Brooks, uh, John Michael Montgomery, some old school Tim McGraw, stuff like that. Like, like nineties country into the early two thousands that era i actually enjoy my wife hates it like legit she gets so sick she's like if i hear garth brooks one more time i mean because he's garth brooks he's country and rock and roll you can't get mad at garth brooks and uh but no, yeah he's, he's hitting so many spectrums <laughs> he's he's honest the thing is is he's had so many hits it's not it's just unbelievable it just you, you and your wife in bed are like he's got so many hits you can't deny that he's just really great. I start to I'm like and I'm glad I didn't know. The next She's like, what are you doing? You're on the couch just by yourself, like listening with headphones. Yeah, I'm I'm lighting a candle by myself, <laughs> like, listening to the dance. Worth it. But like, but he loved her, and she <laughs> left him. But the, the, the mower, we're, we're, we're riffing too much. The mower. Okay. I'm just waiting until Diaz has to get like gels for his butt so he can ride his lawnmower effectively. 
dude okay this thing is ready to race and it, <laughs> scott 10 points on the king of the hill reference there. thank you um <laughs> but uh so because actually i was referencing that at work today when i was telling people about racing lawnmowers because um i work uh this i have a co-worker her name's kayla and she lives like uh, probably like six or seven houses down which is probably like a mile away because i'm in the country but um she was we've both been talking about we both need a lawnmower and we were going to get one with our trump checks and so i went and got a used one she got a brand new one she spent like sixteen hundred dollars on a lawnmower i mean she's she's got a flex you know sometimes yeah that was it she's like i bet you i could take you on i was like we're gonna race okay so this lawnmower i got no joke it's it's six speeds in third it actually if i let off of the brake fast enough (laughs) it pops a wheelie in third it's a clutch brake right yes yeah it's like that old is it like phillips or whatever commercial where you're like your hair's blowing back and everything (laughs) well i don't have hair so uh, my hat was about to fly off the hat there you go that works (laughs) the hat but but it it actually stopped because i i realized i was like this thing's probably been sitting since last year the gas is bad i just clogged the carburetor so i gotta fix that um but the parts that i have out of the on are the lawn are gorgeous at, at like what point do you have to get insurance for a lawnmower because it's like an actual vehicle when i decided i'm gonna get a natty danny and, <laughs> <laughs> and start driving it no the funny part is too i can actually ride my lawnmower to the gas station next door oh I, hell yeah with, dude. without getting on a main street <laughs> so you're just gonna fill up right at the dude just get a gopro put it on your hat and then you go. I've got to go. Well, I've got like a uh, like cheap GoPro. I could put it on my. I'm, I'm pretty but sure Diaz is going to start live streaming the first time he does the, his lawn. We're just going to like ride along with. Well, yeah, but what? How am I going to? How am I going to attach it? I don't think I've got something to attach it to. Just, uh, just the vehicle. Tape gaff tape, and then you're like, dude, uh, this is, I'm I'm go. Oh my gosh! Up. I just I tape it on the steering wheel so you turn when I turn. <laughs> oh my gosh! When I move, you move. That's right. <laughs> And I put like, my hand up on my hip. When I dip, you dip, we dip. Yeah, I'm bringing that back. Yeah, that was a it, great. <laughs> that'd be that'd be sick. And then you just roll up, and you're like, oh man, that's yeah, that's my hog outside. <laughs> I'm. I've actually thought about painting it all black and putting some flames on it. Oh, don't oh, do- man, Guy Fieri flames. <laughs> but remember, it? this thing's going to be out in the sun in the middle of the summer. So, do you want to be sitting on something that's all black? Just throwing Whoa, it out there. The- Let's yes. just keep the racism down, Scott. Uh, I mean, I'm just reacting to science and sunlight. Right. Okay. As a guy, hey, 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 I own a black car. <laughs> Whoa, oh, shoot. Thank God you said car. Because <laughs> I was about to be like, I don't want to know what the Hamiltons did. <laughs> I, 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 I have lots of black vehicles. Uh, My friend owns, owns a black car. Yeah. Okay. okay. I hung out with a black vehicle yesterday. <laughs> so I feel the, like that, okay? if you have to track it <laughs> not I, i'm okay. just saying as a guy who owns a black car with a black interior you learn to park in the shade that's all i'm saying oh there you go, there you go. <laughs> get that matte, matte black camo dude yeah. oh my gosh maybe i should do it camo yes okay. get a carbon fiber i'm 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 googling where to get you a don't tread on me sticker for you uh, <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. No. Oh, I can put all my gear stuff on stickers on my lawnmower. Oh, I'm so excited now. And then you try and sell ad space on your lawnmower, but yo, do you want them? Next week, he cuts String Joy into his yard at a lower. (laughs) (laughs) You get a drone shot of above and just Diaz, like with a nanny daddy. Yo. Oh my gosh. I, I really don't know if Cody and John actually listen to these episodes, but seriously, can we get a Westminster sponsorship to. For Diaz's lawn. Oh my gosh, yeah. we could put like a number on it. Be like, if you pick the number. Yeah, if, if people fly low enough, they'll see. It. You know, I'm sorry. I'm I'm I'm, I'm country enough. It, it needs a number three on it. The Intimidator. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, Dale Earnhardt. Oh, that's what that R. is. R.I.P. in peace. Wait, did you not understand that reference at all, Scott? Until I well, said Dale so Earnhardt. I have a I have a pair of like older sunglasses from Polo that have a three on it. And I was told oh, it was something to do with like polo players. Like the third player is always the best one. What? It was weird. And I and everyone was like, oh, it's a NASCAR thing. And I'm like, I have no idea what either of these things are because I don't play polo. And I only watch highlights of Rex from Okay, is it a NASCAR. white three? It's a yellow three. Oh, then that's not Dale Earnhardt. Dale okay. Earnhardt is, if it's a black background, it's an outlined three. It's a white three with a red outline. Okay. All, all so, I'm saying is these are really, these are like 10 year old sunglasses that are really out of style. So, but at the same time, I spent too much money on them to just get rid of them. Totally. Yeah. Like when you, when you buy like legit sunglasses, you're like, I'm holding on to these fucking things. I, I'm just hoping, <laughs> I, I bought a pair of Wayfarers after that and I hope they stay in style for longer because I don't want to yes, buy another I'm, pair. <laughs> me too. I because I bought one. <laughs> I use the cheapos. I just buy a new pair from Walmart every time I need a pair of sunglasses. I just go so spend four when, when I bought cheapos, I break them, lose them, whatever. As soon as I, once I finally bought a nice pair, I actually took care of them. It, it's oh. just that mindset thing, man. It's the same thing with watches. Yeah. I used to like break or lose watches. And now that, and it's That's not like true. I have like nice watches, but like now that I actually have like something more than 30 bucks, mm-hmm. I actually take care of it. But actually, you what's that sorry uh do you guys use watches a lot i feel like i want one but i'm like i don't know if it's an accessory thing or i'm like i would use this i have an apple watch i'm a big Uh, analog watch guy okay i've got analog watches too but i'm not a huge analog watch guy i've got a couple fossil watches i've got a really nice one that was engraved uh my friend got me for his wedding i was in the is it it's not the is that still the bridal shower the groomal shower yeah. The... Are you just talking about that at the rehearsal dinner when they give you stuff? Yeah. That's usually when they do it. Well, uh, he gave it to us. Or at the bachelor no, party? Uh, no, he actually. Uh, was it at the bachelor party or was it at the. He gave us a bunch of singles for that. Uh, I think he gave it to us like before the wedding. Yeah, no, it was while we were getting ready for the wedding. Okay. So yeah, that it's, way it's usually them. like morning of or like. Uh rehearsal oh, dinner or the two times he engraved my uh old gamer tag in it because like all of us used to game together oh nice so yeah. he everyone got a, a watch and their gamer tag engraved in it well, that's pretty dope but you were saying you, you have those nice watches but you also have an apple watch that- i do have an apple watch um which the apple watch was the one that i actually had to like train myself into wearing which is kind of funny Mm-hmm. Um, because the problem is like with my analog watches, I would just never take them off. I'd sleep with it on and whatever. Um, 
but like this one i have to actually take off and charge and stuff and that was the hardest part was remembering to put it back oh on. yeah that that's the part because i'm like is it water resistant waterproof or whatever with the apple yes it is water resistant um okay. they say they say not to like submerge it for a long period of time but like if it gets wet it's fine and i mean it's kind of like how the like the new phones are water resistant but um so you can like, drop yeah. it in the toilet but don't like go deep sea diving with it yeah pretty much like you don't want it to stay underwater so that's like like i'll wear my watch like if i'm expecting a text message or something i'll wear it like when i take a shower really quick um i mean if i if i'm not expecting anything i take it off yeah and uh, but yeah it's it's really cool i enjoy my apple watch and i don't use it to its like full extent i really use it for time um uh, i'll use it for to check messages honestly notifications is the best because like if i'm at work and my phone's going off and i want to look and i'm like oh scott's talking in the group again i can just kind of start ignoring it but like I, i'm able I, to like I, check. I you can't now. ignore that you just can't <laughs> ignore it the spamilton yeah the yeah. Spamilton. <laughs> but yeah no I, I i i i want one but i have no need for one in my head like i was like um a friend my uh, I'm a guy who wears dress shirts and suits, so having a watch is part of that. Well, yeah, you got a stunt, bro. Yeah, yeah, but you you should totally get an Apple Watch because you can change the bands real easily and yeah, like have different. I I just don't want that much notification. Okay, well, I mean, because because to... like I'm a, I'm allowed to have my phone on the table in my world, so like that whole like keeping hidden notifications isn't really a thing. And mm -hmm. so for me, I actually like the I can put my phone away or on silent and be away from my phone ringing that that's more what i'm after so having something that's like constantly on my body ringing it's it's too much i just don't yeah, want it no, i mean <clears throat> yeah i i fall victim to that point of like i'm always checking my phone that's why i'd be like oh it'd be nice to like look at a watch oh, okay i yeah. can see either the time because i always pull my phone to see like the time because i'm just i don't know when it happened or how it did but it, it's there i'm like constantly like thinking of like what time is it? I should check it out. Oh, there's a notification. I should look at my phone. <laughs> yeah. So that's one of the COVID things that's actually kind of been like a difference for me is I stopped wearing a watch and cause like I'm never leaving the house and I have a clock on my desk. So I, I, I'm always seeing what time it is. Mm -hmm. Um, so I stopped putting a watch on every morning and it's kind of like, there's this thing with watches where like your natural balance kind of either you get really used to wearing one every day or it feels really foreign yeah that that was a tough thing for me too was getting used to it but it's really funny because like an apple watch to like to see what time it is you kind of have to like flick your wrist yeah and um i catch myself if i forget to grab my watch i'll be like looking for the time and i'll flick my wrist and there's nothing there and i'm like i look like an idiot yeah yeah the so, apple uh, the sad part is the apple watch makes no difference in that but yeah, I mean, uh, wow, what a dick move there. God. I, I was just, he just like, I looked like at this, Mark. Brian just started into something else, and I was like, oh, that's what, I was just going to sit. <laughs> okay, Wait, all right, let's, okay, let's talk okay. about your news. Let's, yeah, let's do that. I was going to say, like, has your guys' life changed since COVID? But no, forget that. Forget that. Not, Cut not, not really, because I still don't wear that pants up often, so. I did, you know, I it was really cool that I could go to work not wearing pants, and then I found out like you actually have to work from home for that to work, so <laughs> that was awkward. Yeah. Anyways, that was that was shitty. Scott, let's get in, let's cut this part out. No. <laughs> let's go into. I don't cut stuff out.
Ah, oh, fuck that. Wait, why are we cutting stuff out? Oh, you guys don't edit your podcast? <laughs> no. The best part was when people are like, your podcast sounds great. Like, it's got great quality. And we're just like, that's got two plugins and posting it really fast. <laughs> like, for us, like, there'll be like a, hmm, uh, and I'll cut that out. <laughs> oh, I used to do that. Um, oh, gosh. We, Diaz used to not use a windscreen and it would drive me insane and we'd get isolated audio so i had the ability to sit there and like click out every single breath of his and <laughs> after well, a while i just gave up dude i'm a heavy breather i'm sorry i don't know what to you tell didn't you. have a windscreen on a 58 it's, it's what it's going to be you know like <laughs> <laughs> like that that's what you got well you just got exhales every time someone else talked and so when i threw compression on it it was like chris would start talking and you just hear <sighs> Uh, man, you're again. Uh, yeah. Or I'd be eating Doritos and they're like, shut up. Dude, that's the way to go. Anyway. Anyway. Right now. Gear news. Gear news. Okay, so Daredevil released a knobless fet boost called the hype or called hype. Just the hype or hype. Just has hype on it. Okay. Has there been, there's been pedals before that were like jokingly called the hype pedal, right? Like, wasn't that a thing for like yeah. April Fools or something like that? Well, like even then, like what's on the KTR? Uh, I have it the wrong direction. I'm trying to read it upside down. Uh, kindly remember I, the ridiculous hype that offends so many is not of my making. Okay, so we know that Bill Finnegan did not make this. Yep. Yeah. Like that's what that's what we got from that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think Johnny uh, from Daredevil. He's a he's fuck. He's the man. <laughs> Daredevil. I mean, he's uh, you know, he's a little plug here. He's uh, was on our show. He's a really cool guy. He's basically just like rock and roll incarnate <laughs> into a human being. It's like he's Chicago. He's in a like three piece like garage rock fuzz rock band. And I'm like, dude, when I saw that, I'm like, dude, that is really cool. I like a lot of the stuff that he does, to be honest. I'm like, I hate fuzz. And I know we talked about it before. I'm like, I don't hate fuzz. I'm not a big fan of fuzz, but I like, I mean, his, what he does with fuzz, bass fuzz and all that stuff like that. And he does a great job with like even delay. He does like his own take on it. It's like, okay, what can I make this pedal work in a live setting? Not just can I see what this pedal does sonically on its own, but I'm like, does this fit in a band? And that's what I like a lot with uh, Johnny's, you know, Daredevil's pedals, by the way. And so when I saw the height pedal, I'm like, dude, that he's crushing it. <laughs> yeah, the artwork works. It fits the vibe. I love, love the artwork. It's so simple, but just, I don't know. It's got like a cool, like Banksy feel to it. Yeah, and I I think a lot of what the release was because it was it, it was released it was released on the first. It so was released. It was released on the first. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I legit thought it was like a fake pedal, like oh, yeah. April Fools. <laughs> oh yeah, from North from uh, from uh, North Dakota and Minnesota and all that. Up there. Oh, sorry, that's what the accent made me think of. Like, He's from Chicago, but yeah, definitely from North North Dakota. North, North Dakota and uh, the Minnesota and uh, Fargo, you know. Um, but yeah, 
He's from Chicago. Scott, you should go hang out with him whenever this social distancing stuff's over. No, I mean, I'm trying uh, to figure out have I met him before. You may have. He's he's at Nam. He's at, he's doing all the things. But I'm like, uh, he's wanting to get on more podcasts. So he will hit you up, or he sh- you should hit him up. He's super easy to get a hold of. <laughs> to be honest, he's he's a lot of fun. He's just like, like a guy that loves to talk. And it's awesome. He's got great stories. What's his name again? Johnny Water from Daredevil. I, I feel like I've... Has he been at Summer Nam before? Yes. he's He's been all over the place. And he's just like the guy. <laughs> like I joke around and he's like, you see a rock and roll guy, he's drinking PBRs and hanging out. And like, you know, grabbing an SG and just rocking. I'm like, that's the guy. So his band actually, like not to plug him too much, but... I'm going to do it. <laughs> the evictions. Listen to what they have on Spotify. The evictions. So good. That's the demo of his pedals. Is his band. Because that's all he uses. <laughs> Into oh, wow. a clean, loud, clean amp. is just that. And so he was joking around. I'm like, yeah. Look at my it's band's EP. Bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and mean, the price it- is the best part of this. Flat mm-hmm. out. Like, we, we've been joking about, like, the $200 boost pedals lately. And this finally hits that price point where I'm like, okay, yeah, that's that's what I'd pay for a boost. Yeah, the uh, Northern Creeper really turned me around for fuzz pedals, and it, it it like a lot of stuff he does crushes. Yeah, it's that totally evil Knievel, obviously Daredevil artwork that like kind of like pushes his brand ahead. Okay, this transistor overdrive looks like a beer, and that's awesome. <laughs> Premium handcrafted transistor overdrive. Yes. Like, and then one they have gallon of gain. That's pretty the, cool. Uh, dirty dirty delay and stuff like that. Yeah. The Northern Creeper. But he's got a lot of cool stuff. That's one. Yeah. I, 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 I can't speak too highly enough of uh, Daredevil. Uh, they're great. <laughs> Only $10 for a t shirt. Sweet. But yeah, check them out. Yeah. Okay, let's move right. on to the next Wait, thing. Keep reminding me I need to follow up with this guy. Because <laughs> if he's um, local, we should figure something out. Oh, my internet's not responding. Do it. All right. Uh, next in the news, this is this is showing how much we're scraping the barrel at the same time. Dan Electro is offering new colors for an anniversary. Dude, Dan Electros are sick. <laughs> Am I, I, I don't dig them. I, I don't hate them. I don't know if I like them, though. I feel like they, their sound is very, uh, not one-dimensional, but it's they've got their sound. And like that's usually what you go for. But that, I do like the flaked uh, colors. That orange flaked one looks orange metal flake. It's a really nice color for considering how cheap they still are. How much is yeah. it? Like, they're 500 bucks. Oh, uh, that's not bad. I mean, the, you're you're talking, you know, this is competing with like a Fender Player series, you know, in in yeah, price I mean, round. Their their flake looks awesome. It totally stands out. So if you're gonna like, I'm like, I'm gonna play the '59 live or whatever, you'll be different than the pack. You know, it's like you're you're doing your own thing. <laughs> and then I'm like, the sound wise is like one thing. I'm like, like I'm not familiar with dan electro really 
I mean, that, you, that, you've heard them. I mean, the at least the I've vintage ones, because like, I, uh, who was it? Uh, Led Zeppelin used one a bunch, and you know, there's there's examples of like pe- they're in studios because they have a unique tone, yeah. and people are just like, here, try this guitar for this track instead. So uh, that's that's where I see them kind of being a thing. I don't know. It, whenever I see a guy with one live, I'm always like, why did you pick that? Well, yeah, I mean, to me, I mean, maybe you guys think of the same, of, like, you can't shake the whole, like, cheap thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Even but though... it's not, like, chic cheap the way, like, Jack White brought about with his whole yeah, thing. Yeah, no, no, to- totally. I-, I just think of, like, more modern. I think of, like, the early 2000s when, you know, I play a lot of pop punk and shit like that and so like a lot of my friends were like oh yeah like no effects like fat mike from no effects was doing like oh i'm I'm playing a dan electro so everybody started playing dan electros and so because they were so cheap and yeah. uh, you could find them used for like 150 bucks totally because like they're so, they're basically cardboard yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so we would yeah or like we would we would have friends who would be like oh yeah you know I bought a Dan Electro and I'm playing at an SWR like 100 watt combo. It's the same thing as that uh, SVT Classic and uh, Fender P bass that Kyle's playing. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you sure? Because <laughs> I'm like, there's a difference between light, small gear and like light, small, good gear. And like, you know, come on. I mean, SVT is like a standard. So like that dug into my, you know, stuck in my craw a little bit. And so I'm trying to get over that because he, he would show me the bass that was so light. Basically all the, the weight was in the neck. And Oh, so um, did it neck dive like crazy? It it totally did. But he was just like, you know, he's just always held on to the neck as a bass player for a punk band. And so you're, you're playing like three notes the whole song. And so... <laughs> He uh, was just like, he's like, oh, yeah, this sounds just as good as that fucking you know, P-Bass. And Kyle played an American standard P-Bass. <laughs> it's like, all right. I mean, I understand, you know, cheap gear can sound good, but uh, I mean, it, you have to be like an asshole about it. I, I mean, there is this thing out there. I mean, I, I made a snarky comment earlier this week with someone was commenting on one of the gear groups about how audio interfaces are just like not available on mm-hmm. the used market like they've completely dried up and i made the comment of uh, prepare for a ton of crappy demos because it's, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be everyone recording their first thing and wanting to share it with the world and it's like you know what no one wants to hear the first violin recital of somebody either you know like <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like it's just Garbage. one of those things of like unless you're close in 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 the immediate family where you, you get the good for you pat on the back, what you're going to produce is not good for a while, and <laughs> just acknowledge it. Um, but your whole comment of uh, I found this cheap bass that there's that's where that part of that brain comes from. I feel with these people where it's like, oh well, I'm producing music too, so therefore it's just as good. It's not about actual quality. It's that, oh, I found something cheap and I'm able to play and therefore it's just as good because I'm playing mm-hmm. yeah, and, totally. and there, there is no way to penetrate that skull that they're not at the <laughs> level yet, you know, cause they're, they're stuck there. They're stuck in that mindset. And the same thing with like whoever records their first demo or their first song. And it takes a while to break out of that. Like, oh, well, I recorded it. Therefore it's good. 
um, yeah. thing. And so there's just a portion of the humanity who is that way. I unfortunately yeah. am not that portion of humanity where I will say everything I do sucks forever and never release anything. So, I mean, <laughs> wh- whichever camp you're in, but I, yeah. got to dance that fine line of like being super hyper critical, but also like, I'm like, we do shit too. That's what, that's what we're all trying to dance. Yeah. You know? But anyway, Dan Electro <laughs> has new colors, everybody. <laughs> yes, that, that's what I'm trying to think of. Like, ah, damn, they do 12 strings. I'm like, I would like a cheap 12 string. I don't. It's actually, that's where I think of Dan Electro is really I've where never, they shine is with, with 12 strings. I've never owned a 12 string. And then like 12 string, a, a 12 string I've never owned. And it would be nice to own like one that's not going to break the bank. Yeah. Just tune one of them and then you'll be good. Mm-hmm. You'll be like, no, you know what? I don't need this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So next on the list is Dofix announces the Dante Overdrive. I like the look of this pedal too. I, you know, good it's looking. It's classy. It's got a, uh, I it it goes to this like it looks like a stone wall. I think that's just the bare enclosure. Yeah, but look how smooth it looks towards where it says Dante. <laughs> Oh, like they, it's got like a partial finish. Interesting. Yeah, but it reminds me of like a stone wall, which yeah. I'm sure it's 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 pretty cool. What does that say on the hair or on the back of the head? Is that Something words? Dramatic. Yeah, looks like it. That's a DRI or DR. I don't know. I'm trying Let's to zoom. zoom. Enhance. It kind of reminds me of the uh, Mythos. <sighs> like Hercules pedals and stuff like that. In what way? Well, I mean, like that it's like just like one image on like kind of a silver-ish unfinished pedal. It's like minimalist in the like the mindset of like, don't care what's on the pedal, but care what's in the pedal, you know? Mm, yeah. I think that... uh there's i'm trying to i wanted to say something about someone and i didn't i don't need to say anything oh yeah it's a it's a post <laughs> i like that it, you it's sent a portrait you of... you're like you know diaz you're like eh, nah never mind i'm not gonna say it no well the, honestly because there's been times where i've like had to catch myself because i'll talk crap about someone uh well there's all right so how about that i'll put it like this way there's a pedal builder that's like i focused on the design of the pedal so i just write the stuff with sharpie on the box and you know what like there is a less is more thing, but it's still got to look classy when it's less. You can't just put Sharpie on a box and make it look, make you, you know, that's not cool. Well, writing, <laughs> writing Sharpie on a box says this is utilitarian and that's all it's going to be, but you can't argue it's stylish anymore until you get to like that, like faux styled utilitarian thing. That's like kind of the hipster in chic thing. You know what I'm talking about? If it's a drive pedal and you don't, the only thing you put on it, it's a dual drive and like you don't even label the knobs it's just got the name of the pedal on it and that's it at what point does it is it just being lazy though yeah i mean i've had uh my ds guitar engineering chronograph it's a clock it's really yeah. just a f- fucking clock <laughs> yeah <laughs> and clock, it looks great i'm like yeah you can upscale that shit come on make it look good I mean, yeah, all the design on it. Yeah, but the chronograph's sixty bucks. 
Well, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, if you're paying $200 for a dual overdrive and there's no like labels on what each knob does and you just write on the box with a Sharpie the name of the pedal, it's just being lazy. And then you open it up and discover that's another company's PCB that they just slapped uh, in. That, I don't think that's what happened <laughs> in the case. It's not that one, but... What, for, no, uh, I'm talking about that one. Well, Dofix, it goes from boost, you know, a uh, heavy boost to a distortion, right? So it has that whole full range from an overdrive pedal, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's got a little bit of a different voice from what I can tell. I mean, they demos on this are kind of far and hard to find so you don't have a lot of oh yeah this is what this sounds like uh, but yeah it's your classic gain level tone knob thing um that's actually a portrait of dante by the way if you read the ad copy a little bit more so that's what that it's its namesake that's that makes a little bit more sense okay um yeah. and all there's honestly this is my first time really diving into dofix uh so uh everything is based on italian artists mm -hmm. um so that's sort of their theme that carries through yeah. which is pretty cool kind of like the change maintenance of turtles <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah good job get Raphael. i'm like oh, was my fucking dagger yeah i my dagger. <laughs> I, i'll just be blunt it in the um music world industry naming something dante is not the wisest thing right now because that's a you will be buried with bad searches in seo oh. but <laughs> wait, wait i don't get it what dante is an audio protocol for sending sound digitally everywhere now so like every sound console has a dante card oh yeah okay no bueno so seo is not strong search engine optimization good job Hot. Oh man! <laughs> so proud of myself. All right, let's move on to this next thing. All right, so Ren and Cuff have the J Mascus garbage face. Okay, so like I didn't realize that Ren and Cuff would be big enough to get J Mascus to work with them. I mean, Ren and Cuff saying, has been the name of the game for Big Muff clones for a while. So this makes this to me this makes a lot of sense that if J Mascus started using one of their Big Muffs. And, and said, all right, I want you mm -hmm. to tweak it in this way, in this way, in this way, mm -hmm. i.e. add a treble boost and add a volume control uh, or alternating volume. Um, Ta-da. That's your signature pedal. So this makes a lot of sense. I think this makes sense. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying, like, it doesn't make sense because, yeah, Jay Mascus with a fuzz pedal, but, like, it was just, I don't, I never associated the two together. You know what I mean? But, of yeah. course, like, it, you're not always, like, looking at, at their well, pedal. I mean, like, he, usually... You got to remember, Jay Mascus has been around for Dinosaur Journey has been going forever. So he was using just like the stock stuff for a long time. And he, he was known as a guy who had like all the versions and his, you know, he was a pedal collector and had uh, the connoisseur of fuzz pedals. So I could see like at some point, you know, him going down the boutique route, you know? Yeah. But also at well, the same time, Jay Mascus, I also associate with affordability like he seems to he seems to value that which is why like there's a square model for him not a you know two thousand yeah. dollar signature model from fender yeah but he's also going with like i have three marshall like slp <laughs> plexi full stacks so he's a different you know he's he's a different kind of cat you know what i'm saying 
Yeah. And then I I'm like, <laughs> I, don't know, I, I saw that and I'm like, okay, it's it's a it's a muff. And I'm like, that's cool. But it's also with the volume change is a big deal. So if, if like big muff is your solid, that's my sound, but I need, you know, more of a volume boost with the, you know, the chorus or whatever, that could be really cool. And then like a boost going into that is totally different than like a louder. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, I mean, I, I, I get it, but I'm like, one thing that stood out is like the artwork. <laughs> I know it's like stupid. I know it's stupid. But I'm like, the artwork is like, man, that is pretty, <laughs> it's pretty killer. All the mushrooms and yeah. <laughs> animals that are creatures that <laughs> seem to be it's going on than, an adventure. It's it's more than a one color design for sure. Yeah. There's a, yeah, that's, that is quite the artwork on it. <laughs> and that's yeah. like to me i'm like man that is so sick i should get that <laughs> well uh round one sold out already i hate to break it to you but there's a waiting one. list for round two they're there selling for 349 dollars Oof, his guitar costs that much <laughs> <laughs> exactly it, i was like i had the same thread i'm like Ooh. it is a germanium fuzz as well i don't know if that adds value or not but okay no one cares about the Germans. <laughs> okay, all right. Take it easy, pal. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Fuck the least German. We immigrated from Germany. Don't let the Diaz fool you. <laughs> so yeah, based on a based on a Rams head circuit that has drifted out of spec is the no, I mean, copy on that. It, it's pretty cool. Like honestly, uh Scott, you sent that to me uh lead up to the episode. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that was a thing. So that's really cool. Yeah. I'm like, that is totally usable if fuzz is your predominant sound, you know? I can also see it being like with with their kind of thing where this is the only pedal you need if that's mm -hmm. the thing you're going for. You can one pedal it. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good way to do a signature sound, you know? All right. Do we want to do these questions really quick? Cool? These little topic things that we had? Yeah, for some reason we let Brian pick the topics. Yeah, what were Jesus. the questions? I forgot them. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I I don't know where we are with time. Praise his name, Nigel. Praise it his might, name. It might might be a long episode. Who I'm knows? just saying, if this sucks, it's all your fault. Yeah, yeah. Whole Blame episode. The whole episode's ruined from here on. Blame out. it on the tone jerks. <laughs> yep. Blame you know, throwing all on my shoulders. I need that workout. You know, um, I was gonna bug you guys about how do you guys practice? So, Very carefully. <laughs> Now that you guys are home and you're not like I'm like oh, I'm not with uh, my uh, my friends there. Uh, how do you guys practice? Do you guys like practice at home? Just like pick up your guitar and just like if I picked up my guitar for an hour, yeah, I'm fine. Okay, so there's like two ways I practice. Um, I have to say, so if I'm a uh, you know chilling with the jazz cabbage, I loop. Because I mean, the, the jazz got. cabbage. Yeah, this lettuce. episode is brought to you by Westminster Effects. <laughs> <laughs> God made it. You know that's what Willie Nelson says. So. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah, for real though, I do. Uh, I like to loop, and I'll mess around and just kind of make noise. Um, now, if I'm like another way that I really practice is, uh, so I do like acoustic 
gigs, stuff like that. And I like will sit down and actually go through my whole set from beginning to end uh, to exercise my voice and and kind of uh, go for uh, <clears throat> like stamina. Um, but like if it's just guitar stuff, uh, I usually will go like into an interface and jam with some YouTube stuff, stuff like that. I mean, it really. It really depends. I'm a really bad person, but I learn licks. I don't learn whole songs. Yeah, same. And so that's usually what I'll do is if like, I'm learning a lick, I'm definitely not playing along with something because then I'll just have to keep pausing and rewinding. I'll just play that by myself and just kind of hear it in my head. But if I have to like learn an actual whole song, I'm doing like the YouTube way and jamming along that way. Yeah, totally. Just like so I kind of practice- in and like... And I'm like, I'm part of the band, man. <laughs> and do your thing. Yeah, I always try to find one that like doesn't have the guitar track. <laughs> Somebody's All right, that was, that was no, your... All right, I'll stop. Yeah, we lost Diaz. But, now. Uh, but, uh, I, Scott, you know, are you are you playing to the track that you would like? I'm gonna play this live or what? Uh, it really depends what we're doing. Um. I mean, it's, it's no secret. I'm a church guitar player. So, um, Hmm. the, but I go to a church where there's only one electric guitar player most weeks. So I need to listen to praise and worship music and consolidate two or three parts into one for what I'm going to play live. So there will be that. Um, so what I'll do is I'll try to learn everybody's part. And if like there's a violin or a piano lead, I'll try to learn that too, just so I have those melodies in my head. Um, and then I'll just we we use Planning Center, which is this app that like lets us uh, aggregate tracks and share them. And here's the sheet music, or you know those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll just have Planning Center open with my DAW and a um, uh, amp sim usually, um, and then uh, just playing along and just trying to kind of figure out what I'm doing with yeah. the practice tracks. Um, so that that's like if I have a deadline of like I'm playing in church. Um, I have like I, I was jogging down. I was like, "How do you practice?" And I was like, "I have like 18 different like mindsets." So I have the <laughs> I want to nail that tone, yeah, thing. So like uh, when I got my Kemper, the first thing I tried to do was get that sound from John Mayer's Gravity, that intro riff, yeah. Um, and just like, I need to do this perfectly. And so I, I, I spent a while just trying to dial that in and then I'm working on my technique and my vibrato to hit the vibrato. Right. You know, like I'm, I'm just spending that time to try to do that. Um, yeah, get, get that part right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if I'm practicing scales and modes, I'm usually watching TV cause I'm trying to build muscle memory while also keep myself entertained and not kill myself from playing yeah. the same scale 40 <laughs> like times super fucking bored yeah yeah so like right now i'm 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 actively working on getting the lydian and mixolydian scales the modes where i can move in between them so i can move my hand around yeah so we just lost half our audience i know like it's so like that's lost me yeah so like that i'm working on that and so like that's me watching tv moment because i don't want to think about it i want it to be out of mind or muscle memory kind of stuff. Um, And then if I have like an acoustic guitar out, I will sit and usually just play chords and try to string a harmony in between the chord progression. So it it really depends what I'm doing. Yeah. So. 
or even with uh chords and like you know acoustic trying to be like more tempo based of like like cutting you know no, actually that's not what i'm practicing um really yeah okay uh not to be like oh i'm an expert on that but i feel like i've got that um that phase of my life kind of practiced out or i I get kind of bored and so if i'm doing that i'm practicing singing at the same time um which i really don't do a lot of um no if i have the acoustic i'm trying to do i i would venture to say that i still think my acoustic is probably the best sounding guitar i own um Mm -hmm. i just really like what a good acoustic guitar that I don't know. I have a 2004, so it's 16 years old now. So it's, it's aged really well and it's just, it sounds beautiful. Um, in full. So like I try to do more just like laying down a working within a chord to another chord and seeing if I can do passing tones between them and just yeah. kind of movement of music. I really like when, um, chords flow into each other instead of just G G G G G C C C C C. I, I that eats my ear off at this point. Uh, <laughs> so, where yeah, as for me, I'm like I'm like thinking of um, what's the tightest rhythm that I can do with an acoustic, or even uh, more for bass. I'm like, mm-hmm. can I lock in with the drums? Can I lock in with the rhythm? Whatever, you know. I'm like, that's what I I think of when practicing because I'm like when I practice for bass is the biggest thing that I do recently. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm playing for a band that I'm like, it's not my own, but I want it to sound good <laughs> for mm-hmm. just in case. I'm like, just play bass and make it sound fucking good. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, part of that just has to do with the things that I've got going right now. So, um, being really locked in rhythmically and like holding a, holding a rhythm for, three to five minutes for praise and worship music is not a thing for electric guitar players right now. Yeah. Um, so it's just not a skill I have to be working on. Um, it's not that I'm this best at it. Um, just electric guitar doesn't drive music. You're an accent flavor. And so, um, if you're an acoustic guitar player, I, there's value there. Um, I think the other thing to really think about when you're, when you're working on that, especially with an acoustic guitar is a lot of people think acoustic guitars only have one volume because they play it like an electric guitar. And so they're like, oh, I'll just hit pedals to get different dynamics out of my sound. And the reality is what you need to be focusing in is how you right hand strum in that moment. Mm-hmm. It's not just staying on beat. It's the dynamics of how you're playing totally. is, is a big thing. And I, I sit down with other acoustic guitar players and try to show them that and like just goes in one ear and out the other until <laughs> they like actually sit down with an, with me playing an acoustic guitar and I'm showing them, all right, in the verse, see how my right hand is different. It's still the same chord, but my right hand is different. Um, so like, people like, don't yeah, get that. You got to chill. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I played with an acoustic guitar player who was like, honestly, the guitar is just a glorified shaker is what he said. And I'm like, I can't. He's like percussive and he's like, yeah. all right, this is what I do. So all, he thought the acoustic guitar's role is just to be in the song the entire time i'm like that's terrible or you got the guy who like listens to way too much mumford and sons <laughs> oh strumming pattern every like the kind of like that gallop feel yeah uh, and where they're playing so hard everything's buzzing out yeah yes but 
I don't know. Do you guys uh, think we got time for another, or would should we uh, just head on out of here? Do it. Let's do one more. All right. Okay. I was going to leave that an open one. <laughs> All right. Uh, I had one more. Um, how often do you guys switch up your pedal board? Uh, that really depends in my case on if I got a new pedal. I mean, if I get a new pedal, I usually try to fit it in. Um, but like to redo my entire pedal board, it's usually from like a change of either a dramatic change in my pedal setup or I'm playing a different gig. Um, I, yeah. my, my pedal board will definitely match the gig I'm playing. Um, like right now my pedal board's set up fantastically for like black gospel. Got mm-hmm. a compressor. I've got my wah. I've got limited, like, I've got an analog delay, uh, a reverb, volume pedal, but like for the most part, it's it really depends on what I'm playing, um, and also uh, definitely if I got new gear because I'll I'll adjust the whole pedal board if I've got like a new pedal that I want to make work. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna shove this pedal in no matter what. <laughs> I will make it happen. Switch everything around. Yeah, for sure. I I get that for sure. Scott, what about you? I've been been really lucky with my current setup where I kind of had some forethought where I'm like, these are the pedals I'm always leaving there and these are the ones I'm swapping out. So it's not wholesale. I'm changing my pedal board. It's like, all right, I want this pedal instead of this one here. And so I'll just swap out that one or two. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm doing a MIDI controlled half section of my board now. So those do everything and so i don't need to swap them out need a midi control your drives too yeah to turn them on and off yeah (laughs) well maybe one day um you can actually switcher to like activate three at a time like like if you like two that stack together you can just send one command and both those will turn on and all the other ones turn off yeah so my, my problem right now is my board is full and there's no room for a loop switcher uh because i have a i have a pedal train pt pro and i am really That's starting big to, yeah it's big yeah uh, it's, big. It, it's it's ridiculous it's very manageable guys no it's not it <laughs> requires um like he brought it uh this is back whenever it wasn't even that confusing he brought it to summer nam a couple years ago and sure enough, I needed a manual. I had to read through. They're like, hey, you want to jam? I'm like, sure. Give me about 15 minutes before I so I can thumb through this thing. Yeah. Clifton had no problems with it. And Clifton's like Mr. Two Pedals. Clifton's a genius, though. He's like, that's why he's always so quiet. He's just observing. <laughs> he's been on this episode and you guys don't even know it. <laughs> well, so anyways, so that's brought up a, a, a thing I've been thinking about doing, which is I am thinking about wholesale redoing my board. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I've been looking at a few different brands of now that, now that there's a lot more tech out there, just people have come up with new ideas. They're now doing ones where it's a flat top and a flat bottom of where you don't Mm -hmm. have all the corrugated pieces like you do on a pedal train. You know what Um, they say? Flat flat bottom boards make the rock and world go around. God. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) <laughs> and that, that should not be as funny as it is i hate you <laughs> um, oh my God. 
All right. Okay. No. So like, uh, so I've really been, I've really, really been looking at creation boards, thinking about can that work? Because having the flat bottom on it will allow me to actually put things down there, where Mm -hmm. I thought I thought I could do things underneath my board better with uh this pedal train, and it just hasn't really worked that well. Uh, Power supplies haven't fit very well. It's always been a challenge to get them in there. My Chase Bliss like MIDI converter thing is like always mm-hmm. falling off so it's dangly i think that you should i think you should use your stimulus stimulus check just to have someone set you up a board professionally <laughs> dude you know what I, i'm really that's, sorry i said that because now that's going to be in oh, the back of well we were talking for a bit there and i was trying to figure oh, out how can i make this work with said board builder out of chicago yeah. um yeah. who you've met um anyway so i was talking to, i was talking at one point with brad at btpa about doing something oh, yeah. and brad he's he's a he's a dog he's fucking killing it yeah don't they uh, don't they do board setups and builds they, and all they that? do mm-hmm. yeah they I'm totally do but you should I, have a call <laughs> i i have a front uh i don't know was it like patch bay setup from him yeah. mm-hmm it crushes. It is the best. <laughs> yeah, I have a patch bay on my board from him as well, and it it's awesome. And so that's the part with the, I'm, I I reached out to John over at uh, Creation about, all right, how do I do this on your board, you know, and uh, still trying to figure some things out, but no. I think that you should just be like, I need just put out like a personal ad for like a board builder, like looking for. But, board builder. dude i'm not the kind of guy who needs a board builder that's the that's the annoying part of it like i'm so diy with all my stuff that like i want to build my own cables and i want to do that stuff myself and it like Nerd. there there's absolutely <laughs> a place for board builders in the world and there's a market for them i'm just not necessarily the kind of guy who is their target i'm the guy who will figure out how to do it all I, I if i'm talking to them i'm trying to figure out how to do it myself and they know that when they're talking to me so they're like this little turd here yeah. he doesn't really want to buy a board well, he's trying well, to and that's why secrets. i'm not trying to light up like board builders with stuff whereas like like what i'm talking to john about i'm like all right i need this custom piece figured out for this to make this work would you be able to do it or would i have to go to somebody else and he was just like yeah we're not set up to do that yet so go to somebody else but yeah it's totally doable let me get you the dimensions yeah. So, like, I mean, there, and, there's um, that level of, like, professionalism, or at least, like, or I'm, I'm, I'm up front about, like, I'm not trying to get something for free out of you. So, John, if you want to yeah. sponsor the show, uh, <laughs> we're open. Scott will take something for free. Or even uh, Brad from uh, Bestronic. I'm the way with, like, him, of just hitting him up with, like, weird ideas for pedal boards. Mm-hmm. Like, builds that I'm like, oh, I want to try this. What about this? What about this? He's like, yeah, we can do that. Okay. There's a, yeah, we there's can do a that. Caroline kilobyte delayed that just got listed for sale near me. Nice. Hell yeah. Actually, speaking of Brad from BTPA, he had the best uh, Instagram story today where he found a bunch of the old gear supply. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shrink wraps. And he's like, well, I guess I can just throw these out now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I, only, I only look at pedal builds if they're functional for what i'm doing like i'm not like yeah. i'm gonna do one for the fucking hell of it 
I don't know. Every once in a while, I'll do one for the hell of it. I mean, I'm not uh, going on tour with my board. I'm just bringing it to church and back. So I can debug it. I want it actually flexible enough that I can debug it a little bit or I can swap stuff out. I don't want to do or, a full tied-down rig right now. Yeah, you want to know, Mike, can I figure this out? That's it. Yeah. But I don't know. That's that was a random one that I wanted to bug you guys about. But uh, should we should we I, head on out of here? I am with you though on the I've there's parts of my board that have not moved in like a year now, and I'm like, well, shoot, that's just permanent at this point. Yes, I need a volume and I need a wah. Uh, that's what I need always. The wah is optional. <laughs> the wah is not optional. Banned. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. All right, well. Uh, Brian, thank you so much for joining us on this wonderful episode of the Effects Loop. Uh, Y'all, all right, Brian, do your thing where you plug your stuff. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much, uh, Scott and uh, Jonathan Diaz, for having me on. Uh, you know, bugging you guys and bugging your ears. And uh, uh, if you like, you know, what I say, I guess, I don't know. Uh, you can uh, check out the Tone Jerks podcast. Whatever uh, podcast feed or whatever you're uh, listening to this on, you can catch the Tone Jerks. Check us out. We're on Instagram, Facebook, groups, all the same shit that uh, Effects Loop are on. Check us out. Awesome. All right. So, uh, and guys, uh, once again, thanks for joining us. You can join our Facebook at group at facebook.com slash group slash the effects loop. You can follow us on Instagram at the effects loop. Uh, if you are so inclined, you can email us at the effects loop at gmail.com. You can also find us on LinkedIn. Uh, if you are one of the two people that listen on YouTube, be sure to follow us on YouTube. Uh, Do we still post our episodes to YouTube? It automatically does it. <laughs> Even our one where we just blatantly fed the audio from Netflix into our podcast. I don't know. Maybe. Did we get an infraction for that? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Well, we'll find out. All right. Uh, so we might see you guys next week. We might not. We'll find out what happens whenever our lawyers give us a call. Okay. So you guys have a good week. Stay inside. Stay safe. And uh, wear, wear your face masks and all that fun stuff. So, all right. See you guys. Bye-bye. No, I'm fighting my order really quick for all of these. Hold on a second. Just was texting me. Are you beef and cheddar? What are you doing? Oh uh, yeah. Can we can we take a can we take a fiver real quick? I'm gonna hit the head.
I would appreciate if you did take this out. Go. We... All right, cool. I'm going to go now. Mene, mene. Do, 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 do. Mene, mene. Boop, 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 boop.